All right, for this episode, we're going to talk about greed. Um, and for me, a lot of this, these ideas come from listening to the book uh, Stamped Remix by Ibram X. Kendi uh, and Jason Reynolds. Josh, no, Jason Reynolds, I think. Anyways, um, that kind of is a history, non-history book about racism in America. And one thing that I think just stands out to me is that so much of racism and racist ideas are tied in with greed. That basically America was like, yes, freedom, liberty. Oh man, but the only way we make money is off of slaves, <laughs> right? Like, how do we reconcile those two? Let's come up with these racist ideas so that we can still live in these wonderful plantation homes while fighting a revolution about freedom, while enslaving, right? And then even like for civil rights, you know, so much of the opposition is tied up with greed, right? It's saying, you know, a lot of, I wouldn't say well-meaning, but a lot of Northerners, right, that are like, oh yeah, these poor black people that are being oppressed, but, well, I don't want them coming and taking my jobs, mm -hmm. right? I don't want them coming and taking my position in, mm -hmm. in, in Harvard, right? I don't want them taking money out of my pocket, basically. Um, and so in that, I think that we have to look at the systems of greed that we've built and question how they tie in to systematic racism. And then when we think about, okay, what is, what is the change I need to make, right? Mm -hmm. Or what, what are the battles I'm fighting that we have to realize that one of those battles is greed in ourselves. Yeah, because uh, greed is simply another way of saying that I want this and even it's mine, right? Mm. And um, right when you say, tell your kids stop being greedy, you're, it's like share some. That's that's usually the context, right? It's, uh -huh. it, the opposite of don't be greedy is share. Right. And, um, and from watching my kids, I see sharing is hard. Right, because to my kids, there's a finite number of M&Ms. To me, there's infinite, right? Uh -huh. But to them, finite number of M&Ms. So obviously they want as many as they can hold in their hands, fit, mouths, everything, right? But when I say share to them, it's clearly a finite resource that is being divided. Mm -hmm. And It's funny, because yeah. I remember when we first had kids, one of our parent friends was telling us like, be careful what you, don't use the word share when you really mean give, <laughs> right? Like, because it's not the same thing. When you, yeah. especially for the older siblings out there, yeah. like you understand. Like when your parents said share, they didn't mean share. They meant give, and give I away. Think, Jason, that's, I think, such a interesting thing because that's what we're telling people in America to do right now. That's what mm. people are demanding. Like, hey, give, right? Give, like take some of your privilege and give it, yeah. right? Like, that's crazy. Um, and I think this comes out in a lot of different ways. You know, we talked briefly about taxes, right? This is a big thing, right? That our, if our hearts are blanket anti-tax, most of us, most people, and you know, I think you, we have to check our own hearts too, that whenever we have that heart, it's not because we really believe in libertarianism, yeah. right? It's not because we like really genuinely believe that less taxes overall is always good for every, like, it's because we don't want to give it up. It's greed that makes us anti-tax. Um, and that is one very, very real way that I think middle class, non-black, and even black middle class Americans we have to analyze that are these systems of racial oppression 
are a lot of them there as a way for us to keep what we think is ours? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this, because taxes pay for government services. Let's just, let's just say that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there is some that is lost to corruption. I will not deny that or to waste or frivolousness, but the majority of our taxes go to government services and government services tend to, yes, go to the people who need it most, right? Like someone who is poor will tend to get more bang for their, from the tax buck, right? Because everyone gets like sanitation, right? Everyone gets uh, police, everyone gets fire. Um, Not everyone gets police. Or they get the wrong way, right? But, um, right, but the, everyone gets these, but then it's true, poor people will get more. They will get Medi-Cal, mm -hmm. they will get food stamps, which is called EBT, mm -hmm. right? They, they will get housing allowances rent. even. Uh, uh, are there other other ones that on the list of things that where they, they say like, do you need any of these services? In any case, de free dental even, like think mm -hmm. there's, it's true. Um, and and yet, are we willing to say we are we will support them that way? Because the the counter argument here is like the church can do it. The church can go in and should help these people. And I'm like, show me a church that is doing this for like as millions of people who need it. And then maybe the government doesn't have to do it. But honestly, the greed in our hearts is there. So I feel like a tax is a good way to tax some of that greed away. Right. And I think this is that was part of the intention of God behind the idea of tithing, yeah. right? It wasn't a maximum, it was a minimum. Mm -hmm. And a part of it was there because he was like, y'all are not gonna wanna do this. Y'all are not gonna wanna take care of your poor. You're not gonna want to, and so I'm going to discipline you, policy you to be politics compassionate. Politics you? Yes, I'm going to politic you to be compassionate, to be caring to the poor. Um, the other way I think then we have to talk about greed um, is that indiv is the individual greed because to realize that politicians who make the policies, they do so as their job, right? Mm -hmm. Social workers who implement, you know, these social goods, that is their job. Police officers, that is their job. And when most of us think about our pursuit of our careers, our pursuit of our children's careers, what is the way that we evaluate success? Money. Yeah. We evaluate it by who makes the most money. And I think that it is, like a lot of our societal problems is tied to the fact that the people that we have deemed to be the most successful are the people that make the most money. And the people that make the most money tend to be in industries that can take advantage of poor people, mm -hmm. right? And so if we do not have an individual and a societal discussion about greed, and if we don't have what, you know, I as a Christian believe truly only the gospel can really, really fight greed. But at the same time, even without the gospel, we can at least, <laughs> we can at least try, right? We can, yeah. we can do a little bit. Um, then part of why you're going to have systematic oppression is because the people that want to do good have extra hurdles to overcome, mm -hmm. right? Because our society is not built to reward the people that want to do good. Our society right now is built to reward the people that just want to be greedy. Yeah, and so in that way, you know, are you are we willing to reward those who are paying their workers a higher wage, mm -hmm. right? 
I'm not gonna lie, I we use Amazon all the time, and mm-hmm. Amazon has crazy, like workplace like stories of people being mistreated. Granted, I think he raised the wages of some of his guys, Mr. Bezos, who has way too much money. You mean Lex Luthor? Oh, gosh. He wants to be Lex Luthor. If he were like Lex Luthor, he would do a way better job of pretending to be good. It's true. There was one, like, there was one Superman comic arc where Lex Luthor becomes president, and then a part of the the ambiguity of him being president is that a lot of stuff he does actually seems to be pretty good. Yeah. But then Superman's like, I know you have an ulterior yeah. motive. Which he does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. It's but, like, but. but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, and... And, you know, I think that's one reason why I actually do like Costco. Like, Costco always pays higher than um, the minimum wage. Um, so, go Costco! Yeah. Um, granted, every company will have problems, but uh, in, in, uh, but in any case, like, do we reward those who seek to do good individually and as corporations who are also people, according to the Supreme Court? Yes. Um, because, you know, like, for instance, like, sweatshop workers, yeah. right? That exists because I would rather buy a $7 shirt from H&M or Zara than a $70 shirt from Patagonia, right? Yeah. I, and I don't own any Patagonia shirts. I have since stopped buying H&M shirts, right? But but those are, you know, but like... that's also because you and I hate shopping. That's true, <laughs> right? But those are ways, those are things that we think about, right? When it comes to the racial disparity right now, you look at a lot of people talking about redlining and housing discrimination. The reality is most of you that are probably listening to this have benefited from that. You know, that like your interest rate is maybe 0.3, 0.6, maybe a whole point lower because you're not black, right? Like, and it's, it is lower because they're charging the black people more, right? They're charging the, the oppressed people more. Like how many of us don't want to see our property value increased and therefore... You mean decreased. Decreased. We don't want to see our property value decreased and therefore we oppose low-income housing in our neighborhoods mm-hmm. or homeless shelters in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? There's a famous thing, there's a famous phrase in, on, for like homeless shelter advocates, which is uh, NIMBY, yep. right? Not, not in, in my, my backyard. backyard. Like everyone's saying, oh, I want to help the homeless, just not here. Do it, do it somewhere else. Do it somewhere else. Yeah. And that is a byproduct of greed. And that's something that we have to, to to think about. Yeah, and how do we fix that? We fix that individually and politically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it really goes back to, you know, as Christians, do we sacrifice our good, our what we have for others? And the answer should be yes. yes. Like very easily yes. Especially knowing that this world isn't even our home. Yeah. And even I think when we talk about Christian Christians and church as well, you know, we got to in upper middle class. And I, I feel like this might be just all American churches, but from our context, right? Middle class church. How do we evaluate God's favor? Because if you think about which churches we often deem as the most successful, mm-hmm. it is not the ones that are helping the most people. It's not the ones give. It's the ones that put on the conferences for themselves a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that have the biggest buildings for themselves, the biggest congregations for themselves, right? There's a, the prosperity gospel flourishes in America, not because the preachers are like magicians, right? Yeah. <laughs> like they're not like, they don't have like some magic spell that suddenly makes people want to give them money, right? Mm-hmm. It's because there's that greed in our culture. Or even like, I think one way is yeah. like, how do we evaluate 
the people that are the quote-unquote best Christians. I'm prone to it as well, yeah. right? You see the rich ones, right, who are in finance or whatever, and then they donate this money to the church. You're like, wow, this is such a good Christian. But the people that gave their lives to teaching or gave their lives to social yeah. work or gave yeah. their lives to help, you know, people with mental disease, mental illness, right? Like, I think I don't think we applaud that as much. I don't yeah. think we recognize that as yeah. much. And that's a way in which as well we have to say, yeah, are we part of that systematic greed? Yeah, greed is so pervasive, right? Uh, and but there's that famous thing like Jesus talks the most about money like after like his own death it's money right and I think it's because it's the, it's con constant in our in our lives this idea of wanting things wanting things for and then I think the most insidious one in my life is saying it's for my kids mm. right oh I, I it's not for me right. I'm selfless it's for my children uh -huh. and I'm, I'm that gonna... was Thomas Jefferson <laughs> what? Right. right but like for example like um for example for my own kids right like we could have sent them to the neighborhood school but for my kids I looked into other charter schools they go to a, a charter school and part of the justification that I used and still use is they would be the only Asian kids there and I just, and I was like, I went to a school where I was the only Asian kid. It was really tough. And so I was like, I don't want them to go through that, especially my sensitive older one. Um, so they're in a school that's actually pretty diverse. I want to say like 20 to 30% white, Hispanic, Asian, and then like a mix. And so, but in any case, like, but it's so easy for me to say like, oh yeah, like, we should segregate our schools. We should go to neighborhood schools. Desegregate. De oh my gosh. Oh man. It's gotten to me, right? We should we should desegregate our schools. We should, you know, uh, do these things. Uh, but it's easy to it's easy to justify. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about education at some point. But oh, even well. like with the like part of the reason why our neighborhoods, especially in LA, I feel like LA exemplifies this, right? Is that we if we desegregate our neighborhood schools, they will still be segregated overall because our neighborhoods are segregated now. And a lot of that has to do with greed, right? You know, like, I, we face that, right? Like, you know, like many people, we talk about what would we do with an influx of cash, right? And for how many of us would moving be pretty high on that list, mm. right? Like, I would move. And where? Where would I move? And if we don't think about it too long, we are going to move to the places that give us the most of what we want. And a lot of that is segregation, right? For Asians, we want to move to where the white people live, yep. right? And then the Hispanics follow us, and the black, right? And then everyone chases each other around the city, right? Around LA, right? If you look at LA's history, like the different areas, that's pretty much what happened. We just kept chasing each other instead of saying, yeah, like what is, what is the greater good? Um, Last, I just want to talk about like donations because right now with the Black Lives Matter uh, protest, a lot of it gets tied in donations. Now, I don't want to tell you who to donate to, right? Or I mean, we can tell you people that we want you to donate to, obviously. Yeah. But I think when we talk about greed, that idea of donation, first, the idea of taxes, the idea of tithing. If you're not doing that, then... Start there. Start there, right? Because again, that for God was his minimum and wrestle with it because it is really hard, right? To wrestle with those things. But then as well, like donations, like who we give money to on top of it, you know, we we should be doing it and thinking about it. Um, like even today, I went to pump gas and there was this guy and he was like, oh, I'll wash your windows for change. 
And for a second, like, my instinct is always my greed to say, no, 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 because I don't want to give you money, right? <laughs> but then I'm like, wait a second, but if we're going to hide behind the veil of poor people should work... He's well, at least this, working. Yeah, here's a guy that he's literally hustling. is hustling. He's doing something, right, to earn it. And it's my greed. It's not my principles. It's not my values that are that are making me want to stop. It's greed, right? And so giving, I mean, giving him $2, it doesn't matter, right? Like, yeah. you know, and so for many of us, I think we have to wrestle with that. And if we want a more equitable, charitable world, country, let alone world, that means not sharing, that means giving, Ooh, right? Yeah. Like giving up some of our money, some of our privilege, all of those things. Yeah. Don't share, guys. Give. Give. <laughs>